It's another podcast episode of WeatherWise. Thank you so much for tuning in. I can't believe it's August already. This is our first podcast of August. It's Wednesday, August 4th, and we are gonna talk about the summer so far, specifically the month of July, because now that we're in a new month, we're gonna look back and just review the month of July, compare it to last July, see if it's hotter, see if it's cooler, and then just overall, we're gonna just see uh, what we are uh, comparing our numbers of July compared to normal. So I am Chief Meteorologist Daniel Johnson, and today I'm alongside... Meteorologist Sloan Haynes. Well, let's jump right into the data because, Sloan, I was looking at the July 2021 data, and for Salisbury, we'll start with Salisbury and maybe talk about a couple other uh, locations across mm -hmm. Delmarva. But in Salisbury, it looks like we were above average in terms of temperatures, by yeah. exactly one degree. So it was a warmer month, but mm -hmm. it really wasn't too hot, right? We had some 90s, no. uh, but it was actually a lot hotter last year, and I'll talk about that coming up. But yeah. um, it did start out hot, right? On July 1st, yes. we had a high of 93. Started off hot. I mean, we always remember the hot days we have in the summer months, and we definitely saw that on July 1st with that high of 93 degrees. But the next couple of days after that cooled down below average temperatures for um, the beginning of July. Temperatures were around 80 degrees for the second through the fourth of the month. But on the second, that was our um, first uh, consider considerable amount of rainfall for the month with about 1.39 inches of rain. Yeah, and that was some uh, heavy rain that pushed across the area. And it wasn't mm -hmm. it wasn't the only day where we had over an inch of rain no. recorded at the Salisbury Airport because you mentioned we cooled down for a little bit. We had that heavy rain on the second day of July, but then we heated up again on July 6th and 7th. We got back into the low 90s. And then the next day is when we had more heavy rain. We got about an inch and a half on July 8th. So the rainfall uh, was adding up pretty quickly as well. Yes, and um, that rainfall that we had on July 8th was the greatest 24-hour total we did have. And I believe that was from Elsa, right, Daniel? On uh, Yes, it was. Yes, yeah, so it Elsa impacted us. On the 8th, um, we remember that. We had the team coverage all day, and later that night, I think it was around midnight, that's when you and Ulysses were covering multiple tornado warnings, but luckily um, no confirmed tornadoes damage from the wind, and there was that flooding concern from the heavy rainfall, but also really only impacted us for a couple hours and then moved out um, as we headed into that Friday, which was July 9th, temperatures back remaining rather in the upper 80s. Yeah, and it was a quick hitting storm. So reviewing mm -hmm. July altogether, a warmer than normal, and then we had Elsa push through. So these tropical systems typically bring us, you know, the heavy rain component with it. Luckily, we didn't have any, you know, mm -hmm. uh, tornado touchdowns with Elsa like we did with Isa Eos, which was last summer. Um, yeah. Which, by the way, I think that anniversary is uh, coming up too. I believe. I believe it's August 4th. Yeah, it is today. <laughs> <laughs> so happy anniversary um, of Isaias. It's not that we want to laugh about tornadoes touching down, but yeah. So a year yep. ago, 
uh, we had Isaiah. So, um, and then just last, this past month, we had Elsa, which wasn't nearly as mm -hmm. bad, but it did bring us heavy rain. Now, we actually entered a heat wave starting yeah. July 12th after Elsa passed a few days later. Mm -hmm. Those temperatures were hot from the 12th through the 17th. We stayed in the 90s with that heat wave. And not only was it the heat, it was the humidity. It was a little unbearable outside, I have to say. As somebody who gets off of work at 12.30 in the afternoon, and that's when we're starting to reach 90 degrees in the hours I'm awake, it's still very hot and humid outside. Stretch of a couple days that was, I stayed inside for the rest of the day because it was hot, it was humid. But luckily, we went back down to the mid-80s on the 18th and stayed there for a little bit. Right. And we got down to 86 on the 18th after we dealt with several days of temperatures mm -hmm. in the 90s, then down to 83, then back up to 89. Then we momentarily yeah. hit 90 on the 21st. And then we all know what happened on July 22nd, the beginning of the Delaware State Fair. <laughs> and, and it was a pleasant start to the State Fair. It was cool, it was comfortable, it was nice. It was, it really was. It started out on the cooler side, 83 for the first day of the State Fair. That was the high, well below average for that time of year. And we stayed cool for the next several days, if you want to call it cool. I mean, it wasn't too humid, just a little bit. <laughs> then we went up to 85, 86, then 85 on the 25th. But then we did wrap up the fair on mm -hmm. a hot note, right? Yeah, it was hot outside. I think I remember um, being standby for you in studio, was it that Wednesday when we were finally back up in the 90s? and I believe on air you said you begged to go back inside in the air conditioning. That never happened, Sloan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was pretty hot out there, so it was nice to be in the exhibit hall mm -hmm. uh, to cool down for sure. So the fair is always typically hot. But mm -hmm. speaking of hot, Sloan, the hottest day we had was only 94. So Not too bad. Yeah, it really isn't. The average hottest temperature we see for the month of July, which is about 97 degrees. And last year, the highest temperature we had in July was 98. So last July, you're right, was a bit hotter. We saw a few more days in the 90s then. Exactly. So this year, I count 14, or sorry, not this year, this July, I mm -hmm. count 14 90-degree days. But last July, yeah. we had 20. So, wow. yeah, we did have a good more. portion of the month. Right, we did have last more last year, but those 90s were worse last year. They were hotter. They were more mid to upper 90s as opposed mm -hmm. to this July, which was more low to mid 90s. So although we've had some hot days, it hasn't been as bad as last summer. It really was a hotter summer uh, last mm -hmm. year. Um, but yeah. let's talk about precipitation. Yeah. Because it says total for the month 4.22, which is below average. So we actually had half an inch below average when it comes to precipitation. And mm -hmm. that kind of surprised me a little bit because I would have thought with the Elsa rain and some of those heavier rains we had over an inch uh, would have totaled um, to be a little bit above average, but we actually averaged a good amount of rain for July and we didn't quite yeah. get to average. But again, you're saying a considerable amount, but I'm looking at last year's um, total rainfall for the month of July and 7.18 inches of rain fell last July 
So we had a wetter July last year and a hotter July last year compared to what we're seeing um, for this past July. And we also ended July 2021 on a below average note, highs in the low 80s. Right. So this July was warmer and a little bit drier compared to last year. Or sorry, this year was cooler and drier compared to mm -hmm. last year. But still, it was a warmer month compared to average mm -hmm. this year. Last July, though, we were four and a half degrees above average. So we were well above average uh, for temperatures mm -hmm. last July. And I also counted up all the 90 degree days that we had up till this point last year compared to, up wow. to, to this point this year. So far this year, we've had 21 90 degree days. And that started in May. Last year, we had 32 so far. So 21 this year compared to 32 last year. So last year was definitely mm -hmm. hotter and we were off to a hotter start uh, last summer compared to this summer so far. Yep, and even um, not just focusing on Delmarva right now, a little tangent, I saw online today, um, I believe it was the Weather Channel posted this, but they did a side-by-side comparison so far of the 2020 hurricane season to um, the 2021 hurricane season, just showing a little bit how much more active last season was. I mean, by the time you reached August 4th, you're already at the I-named storm. Um, so just showing that we weren't, aren't as active as last year, but we're still talking about um, having an active season this year. Right, yeah, and that, and that could, you know, make people mm -hmm. uh, a little more confident and mm -hmm. more secure when they look at statistics like that, but we really, you know, shouldn't. Um, mm -hmm. really take, we should take those signals or those signs and stats kind of with a grain of salt because we don't want yeah. anyone to not expect an active hurricane season. We want everyone to still mm -hmm. be prepared, but yeah. it is interesting to see that, you know, we are off to a slower start to the hurricane season compared to last year, but it's still an active season so far. And, you mm -hmm. know, we're expecting it to remain active. And I'm actually looking at some uh, forecast models looking into August and it does mm -hmm. look like we're going to start to turn active again in the Atlantic, at least according to those forecast models, yeah. uh, towards the mid and end of August. So we might start to get active again out there. So we could be busy once again. Mm -hmm. we'll yeah, but we happens. are um, a month away now from the peak of hurricane season two. So that's something else to think about is that we're getting into the most active um, time of the year. Yeah, and, and, you know, usually in the earlier months of the hurricane season, it's the Gulf of Mexico, it's, you know, uh, the southeast mm -hmm. coast of the U.S. where we kind of see systems develop in those areas. But as we head into August, September, October, we have to watch out farther into the Atlantic, you know, um, mm -hmm. you know, those African waves that could form yeah. and track all the way across the Atlantic and impact the U.S. So, you mm -hmm. know, we're going to start to be watching different parts of the Atlantic, too, as we go deeper mm -hmm. in, into the summer. Yeah. And um, something else you're talking about were those 90 days, Daniel, too. And speaking of, you know, we always think of the coast. We always think of it being a little bit cooler um, than inland Del Mar, but not reaching 90 as frequently. But I was looking at some data from Ocean City this past month, and they actually had three days um, in the 90s. I so saw that. So they had a few hot days um, this over the course of July. They had a good amount of rainfall fall and a lot of and, uh, over an inch of rainfall from Elsa too. So we did see you know hot days not just inland, also at the beaches. Yeah, even the beaches can heat up into the 90s. And I was looking at Georgetown too. So 
If we go back to Salisbury really quickly, we had 14 90 degree days this past July. Georgetown had 15 and Ocean City had three. So Georgetown had one more than, mm -hmm. than Salisbury, but Georgetown got to 96 on July 1st. Wow. So um, Georgetown has been a bit hot <laughs> at times mm -hmm. this, this summer, yeah. at least hotter compared to other locations on the peninsula. And Georgetown did not get as much rain with Elsa. It was more so Salisbury and you know points mm -hmm. east that had over an inch. Um, but Georgetown had a little over half an inch to a three quarters of an inch there uh, with Elsa. And precip in Georgetown was actually above average. So while Salisbury was below average by half an inch with rain, Georgetown was two, almost two and a half inches above average in terms of precipitation. They had over two inches, almost two inches of rain or two and a half inches of rain on uh, the 8th. Oh, sorry, that was Elsa, my bad. Um, yeah, Elsa was on the 8th, so Georgetown actually had a little bit more rain um, with Elsa pushing through. So, and then mm -hmm. an, another inch and a half the next day. So, that was my mistake. Scratch that, what I said. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at the wrong dates. Um, but yeah, Georgetown definitely had a lot of precipitation from mm -hmm. Elsa itself. And because of that, that put them well above average for the month. <laughs> yeah. I remember correctly, um, parts of southern Delaware did reach up to three inches of rain from Elsa. Is that, that's, and that's what we were looking at, too, with that rainfall falling overnight, the concern about um, roadways and everything then. But I think Rehoboth was one of the places that received near three inches of rain. So we did see a lot of rain on the 8th or July. And looking at those rainfall totals, we had a good stretch of drives, a good stretch of nice days to be outside. And then, you know, if we take a look between Elsa, which was on the 8th, to about the 17th, that's when we received, you know, about over 8 tenths of an inch of rain then. So we had a good stretch of, you know, somewhat dry days between those heavy rainfall periods. Right. And it looks like Elsa even put Ocean City above average mm -hmm. uh, for precipitation, too, for the month. So Yes. It's interesting because I saw a stat the other day on Twitter, and this was from the National Weather Service, and they posted counties, a map of all the counties up and down the East Coast, and they showed Delmarva, and I zoomed in, and I was like, wait a minute, above average for July? Because so what they did was they posted the precipitation amounts, mm -hmm. um, how much above or below average the county was in July. And Wicomico County is 1.2 uh, inches above average. And I was like, wait a minute, but Salisbury was below average. So what they did was they took all the stations in Wicomico County overall, um, mm. because there are several, of course, Salisbury is the big airport that we look at, but there are other areas that had more precipitation in Wicomico County. So overall the county, and when I look at Delmarva as a whole for July, it was above average in terms of precipitation just not exactly at the mm -hmm. Salisbury Airport, which is interesting. That is interesting. Sounds like a very interesting graphic though, to look at to see precipitation totals broken down by counties. And we've been talking about this rain from July. We've been talking about these temperatures from July. And a lot of people might be thinking right now it's August. It's the last meteorological month of summer, and it's not really feeling like summer outside now. Yeah, it's not. And... It looks like that could change again, Sloan, our seven-day mm -hmm. forecast. 
I notice we have some 90s back in it, yeah. right, as we head into this upcoming weekend. Yep, we're seeing those um, temperatures trending above average over the next six to ten days again. And just to um, put that in perspective again, not every day is going to be an above average day. It's just that models are trending above average with those temperatures for now. Above average for this time of year is um, temperatures greater than the upper 80s for the area. We start off August in the upper 80s, and as we head throughout the month eventually, averaging the low 80s for those highs. Yeah, so we have statistically passed mm. the hottest point of summer, but that doesn't mean the heat is done with. Um, mm -hmm. But statistically, our average highs will start to drop as we head through August. So that's good news for those of you that, you know, want to cool down, but we still have some hot days ahead. The good news is that it doesn't look like this summer is as hot as last summer. So mm -hmm. that is some good news for those of you that, you know, don't like the heat and the humidity, but the Climate Prediction Center uh, is saying that it looks like we're going to be above average overall for precipitation for the next six, or sorry, for temperatures for the next six to 10 and even eight to 14 days. We're looking at, you know, a pretty warm to hot pattern yeah. across the East Coast. Yeah, hot temperatures on the way. I was looking at forecast models the other morning, and sometimes, you know, they don't always agree with each other, but they were pretty consistent with putting us hot as we head into the beginning of the uh, work week next week. Yeah, they do seem to agree on that. So back into the 90s mm -hmm. with higher humidity. So, you know, we're going to be tracking the tropics. We'll be tracking potential heat. Uh, because, you know, with the summertime, we still have to deal with heat, tropical activity, possible thunderstorm activity, severe weather. Mm -hmm. So it could, you know, could be a busy next month or two. And if that happens, I'm sure that'll be a future topic on a podcast yeah. <laughs> of WeatherWise coming up for yeah. sure. Anything else and, you want um, to add? I guess something else for, um, say, August 4th, something to look out for from us is that... Um, then NOAA, rather, is expected to update their 2021 seasonal hurricane outlook. So we'll be sure to post that later today, and I'm sure it'll be mentioned in um, next week's WeatherWise podcast, too. Yeah, for sure. So keep checking our website, our weather blogs. We'll be updating that for you, 47abc.com. Thanks again for tuning in for this episode of WeatherWise. We'll see you again next week for another episode.